mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Chapter 18, The Funeral I sprinted down the stairs and threw the door open It was Jacob, of course, even blind, Alice wasn't slow He was standing about six feet back from the door His nose wrinkled in distaste, but his face otherwise smooth, mask-like I'm Julia Arkey And I'm Vanessa Zoltan And this is Hot and Bothered Twilight and Quarantine. Can we talk about the five seconds where I was like, the funeral, that means that Bella decides to go. And then no, it ends up being about Edward. Yeah, it seems like really no one is going to the funeral in this chapter because... Jacob was supposed to go, and instead at the end of the chapter, he turns into a werewolf. So it doesn't seem like he's attending either. Maybe he goes as a werewolf. I mean, it might be accepted given that, you know, that whole community seems to know that werewolves are running amok. Yeah, and maybe the way werewolves grieve is by going, a That's a really interesting idea. Okay, should I recap? Please do. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one, go. So Jacob is at the door and he's like, Bella, you smell. And Bella's like, ah. And then he almost kisses her. And she's like, oh, my God, could I kiss him? I'm not ready. Ah. And then the phone rings and he grabs the phone and he thinks he's talking to Carlisle. And he's like, "Uh, Charlie isn't here. He's at the funeral. And then Carlisle hangs up and Alice is like, what just happened? And Jacob is like, Carlisle hung up. And it's like, no, it's Edward. And he thinks the funeral is Bella's funeral. And so Alice and Bella have to go because he's going to get the Volturi to kill him. Oh, no. I know, the stress, really high stakes. I started out too calmly at the beginning and I wasted precious seconds. So don't make the same mistake that I did. Okay, sure. Be stressed the whole time. On your mark, get set, go. So it's Jacob at the door and she opens the door and they're in a fight. And I'm really confused about why they're in a fight. Um, And then they make up super quickly because Bella starts to cry. She never realizes she started to cry. And then she starts crying. And only after she starts crying does she realize she's crying. And then they almost make out. But the phone rings and it's Edward. And then Rosalie told Edward that Bella was dead. And then Edward was like, now I'm going to die. I'm going to do something super theatrical. Who knows what will happen? But we're all going to Italy. Dun, dun, dun. 
I just had the dumbest aha moment that everyone listening already knows. It's like Romeo and Juliet. Stop! <laughs> no! Rosalie gives false information that Bella is dead, just like the priest does that Juliet is dead. And they're like not going to Verona, but they're going to Volturi land in Italy. Mind blown. <laughs> These books are layered. This realization means that Twilight, the first book, was actually Genesis. <laughs> and we just weren't paying attention. Let me see if that maps. The book of Genesis, all the animals get named. The sky gets separated from the earth. Adam and Eve happen. The, oh, there's the apple. The forbidden fruit. The apple shows up. Oh, yeah. They are, they are Adam and Eve. Bella is trying to tempt Edward, poor innocent Edward, into biting her. She's the apple. She's Eve. She's the apple. And she's the snake. <laughs> <laughs> She's a complicated woman. <laughs> Did you know that this book was Romeo and Juliet before my revelation just now? Yes. Well, to the three of you listening who didn't see that too, email us at therompod at notsorryproductions.com or DM us or write a review or something because I want to hear from you that I'm not totally alone. Okay, thanks. Okay, I have breaking news. Do, 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 do. Tell me. Okay, Jacob's arm is as big as a couch. Say more. So Bella like faints mm -hmm. and she is being held up and she's like, I fell onto the couch. And then she's like, the couch was shaking. And then she was like, oh no, it's Jacob that's shaking. And I have fallen onto his arm, which means that she confused Jacob's arm for a couch. I thought that she fell onto Jacob's arm because he was sitting on the couch. So it's like she fell onto the couch. His arm was underneath her. And that's what was the shaking item in that situation. Oh, so it's a couch and an arm. Yeah. Well, that is not what the text says explicitly. So <laughs> I would just like to say that both of our readings are equally logical. Okay. I have more breaking news. Okay, say Alice, if given an appropriate amount of time, can forge passports. Well, we know she's pretty crafty. She has great artistic skill. Yeah, I knew she could do claymation and window drawing. I just think that that sounds really hard to forge a passport. So oh, totally. it's impressive. Okay, and then my last piece of breaking news is that Bella is in on the fact that this book is repetitive. Like in the last chapter, she was like spring break and being hunted by another vampire and now again she's like spring break in an emergency trip because of being hunted and confusion and I just like that she and I are on the same page mm -hmm. I bet you she doesn't know that her life is similar to Romeo and Juliet either you don't think she's gonna figure it out she talks about Romeo and Juliet so much in the last chapter I think that she might figure it out but I don't I think I figured it out ahead of her mm, that's good you're smarter than 17 year old Bella Thank you. What about you, Julia? Do, 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 do. Breaking news. Well, I feel like Jacob and Bella should have kissed. My reason being is that I wanted them to. Yeah. And so why didn't it happen? 
I want everyone to kiss all the time. Did you want them to kiss when they were doing the like face close, I feel emotion almost kiss? No, because I was distracted by Bella saying, I can't say no now. I'm like, yes, you can. Like that really took me out of the moment. He would understand if she was like, I might want this. I need a little more time to think. Mm -hmm. And if he doesn't, then he sucks. So I just like got really distracted at that thought. But yeah, of course I want them to kiss. I want everyone to kiss. Everyone should be kissing with consent. (laughs) So true. Okay. My other piece of breaking news is despite the scare we had earlier where it was Jacob was not going to get new shoes. He did get new shoes because as... Bella and Alice sped away once again in the Mercedes-Benz or BMW or whatever fancy car they have. She sees just like a flying piece of a sneaker past the windshield as he turns into a werewolf. I often on like hikes and stuff, do you ever see this? Like you see like one mitten that fell off of a kid Mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. But what always weirds me out is when you find a shoe, like a mitten I get, but I'm always like, how did someone leave a shoe here? And I feel like that mystery has been solved werewolves they're werewolves yeah they're out there okay did you have a moment of genuine enjoyment i feel like we need a song for genuine enjoyment like is it the sound of a sigh like ah that was too sexy when i was like can't handle that kind of noise making oh i didn't mean to be sexy i meant it to be like getting onto a couch at the end of a long day (laughs) getting onto (laughs) jacob's arm after a long day Exactly. Oh, that is sexy. Never mind. Okay. I'll brainstorm what sound effect we should do for genuine enjoyment. Feel free to write in with ideas for that too, folks. We want to hear from you. We need a line for people to call. Okay. What did you genuinely enjoy? I loved when Bella showed another moment of growth. She's thinking about what will happen when Alice eventually leaves before all of the Edward drama happens. And she goes, I would metaphorically die. I'm like, oh, my God. Pages and pages of her saying she's literally going to die from things that don't seem actually terminal. She finally puts in that she's only being metaphorical. She's really trying to get a handle on the drama in her life, which is great because a lot of drama is about to happen. So to, like, pare down the unnecessary drama is really going to serve her. And you, because you were confused about it. Yeah, so I was happy about that. Um, What about you? I love that even though Bella's in the middle of fainting, she gets mad that Jacob swore. She's mid-faint, and he says some boring curse word, like, oh, crap, or something. And she's like, ugh, that must have been his friends. I don't like it. (laughs) Like, just faint. You don't need to judge other people's holy oaths while you're fainting. Just faint. They're not holy oaths. They're low oaths. Oh, yeah. They're the opposite of a holy oath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bella's like, no praying in my presence. No holy oaths. Okay, great. Good work, Julia. Thank you. Do you have anything else that you genuinely enjoyed? Yeah, there's a moment when Bella is not being able to process what Edward's phone call means, which I can understand because it seemed like pretty low key. She's like, he'll call back and we'll say I'm alive. And then Alice really ominously says, he's going to Italy, which in any other context (laughs) sounds delightful. And here it's so funny that it's like the worst thing in the world. It's like, oh, he's going to Italy. Like, can he bring me back some olive oil? And it's like, no, he's going to Italy. It's great. I definitely thought you were going to say, can I come? 
Because <laughs> I bet he's staying at a really nice hotel and you love really nice hotels. Yeah. Yeah. He's totally pampering himself. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Okay, what advice do you have? My first piece of advice is like one of the earliest lines in this chapter. Jacob is mad at the door and Bella says, It brought back that awful afternoon when he'd chosen Sam over me. I felt my chin jerk up defensively in response. So my advice to Bella is about how to navigate having friend groups in different cliques. I think it also applies to Jacob because they seem to think whenever you go from hanging out with one specific person to anyone else in the world, it betrays their friendship. And that's just not the case. And it seems like Bella knows this a little bit because she like sit with Jessica during math class and she won't be like, and now I'm cheating on Edward. It's like they just need to detangle what it's like to have different relationships with different type of people because it's not betrayal to like go into your house and see Alice. Like that doesn't mean you and Jacob are done forever. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that you have other friends? No, I am saying if I did have other friends, it would be okay. It wouldn't. (laughs) You forbid me from having other friends named Julia. Yeah, obviously. There can only be one and it's me. (laughs) That's totally reasonable. (laughs) Okay. Friends with different names, permitted. Friends with the same name, not permitted. There cannot be more than two Jacobs. We would be so confused. (laughs) What's your first piece of advice? I actually, this is like a little bit of a freebie. So I'm going to give three pieces of advice today because my first one I'm just like stealing But Jacob gives great advice in this chapter. At the end of the chapter, he goes, don't die. And I was like, that's such good advice, Jacob. So I just want to lift that up. I just want to lift up that wisdom. Don't die. Don't 18-year-old Bella die just by going to Italy. Bad idea. Don't do it. I second. Do you have any real advice? Like, do you want to be creative and, like, think of your own thing now? Yes. My other piece of advice is for Alice. Don't be mean to Rosalie. So like Alice calls Rosalie and is like, oh, my God, did you tell Edward that Bella was dead? And Rosalie is like, yeah, of course I did. You said she was dead. And I'm super happy that she's dead because she was bad news bears and like super annoying. 
And Alice yells at Rosalie for that. And like Rosalie was just misinformed. And it's really generous to be the person who like shares the bad news. Nobody wants to be that person. It's not Rosalie's fault that Alice shared too firmly that Bella was dead. I have so many opinions. I kind of thought Rosalie was stirring the pot, (laughs) but I was in favor of that. I was like, yeah, do it. Let him know. His plan was unsuccessful. He only caused more problems. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Then still don't, my advice still stands. Don't be mean to Rosalie. However, to invalidate both of our advice, it is like a little suspect that she like seemed to have extensively tracked him down to share the news. You know, like I could imagine her gloating a little bit. Oh no. If like Peter died and I was traveling, I would like for you to really go out of your way to find me to tell me. Okay, but your your ex-boyfriend? Sure. If, like, Tony, who I dated when I was 20, dies, like, no one needs to tell like, me. Like, I'll disrupt your vacation and be like, Tony's dead, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> it would actually make me sad. He, he's so young. <laughs> um, okay, what other advice do you have? So my piece of advice is to Edward. I've really taken up my role as his financial planner, telling him who to give money to at any given time. (laughs) So my advice is that for the emotional hardship he's inflicted on Bella's family, he should pay for Renee and Phil to have a destination wedding on a beach in Mexico. We heard those plans fell through because Renee can't plan. He can hire a wedding planner and she can renew the vows that she's always dreamed to. Doesn't that sound nice? That's so nice. So like a an anniversary vow renewal because they're mm-hmm. married. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A little destination vow renewal. I love that idea. Can we come? I would totally go to that. Do you think Phil would try to talk to us about baseball, though? Like, I might have to leave early. Yeah, that's fine, though. Edward would definitely send us on the private jet. Thank you. That would be my first time. <laughs> he do. It would also be our last time. I mean, if we do a really good job at wedding guests, don't you think to like send us to more weddings just around the world? <laughs> Listeners, if you have a private jet, we would go on it. <laughs> just so you know. And if you have a wedding that you want to send us on a private jet too, we are a delight at weddings. We are on the dance floor the whole time. We probably won't go to your wedding though. If they fly us to it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Listeners, the first person with the private jet is the only one whose wedding we'll go to. The other listeners with the private jets, you have to act fast. We will only go to one. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to hear my second piece of advice? Yeah, please. My second piece of advice is to the Volturi. Don't let other people use you to do their dirty work. Mm -hmm. Like the Volturi is just this like innocent vampire cult who's like trying to live its life in Italy. And Edward is like, I'm going to go and instigate a fight to use them to kill me. Like, don't do it, Volturi. The way to piss off Edward is to do nothing. Don't fall for the bait. How does one become an innocent vampire cult as opposed to a guilty vampire cult if they're murdering people? I don't actually know anything about the Volturi yet. So maybe they're not innocent. What I mean is like they are just going about their business Like, they are not... They're, like, self-sufficient. Yeah, they're, like, not in Edward's life, right? Like, they're just, like, living their lives, and Edward's going to come and disrupt shit. 
And like, then they're going to do him a favor because he disrupted their lives. I just think like yank him by the ear and like make him drink some human blood. Subvert expectations at every turn, Volturi. Mm, that would provide a lot of fodder for the books. But we know that it would not deter Bella from dating Edward because she said even if Edward was an active murderer, she would still love him. Yeah, you're really bothered by that. How can you not be? It would be like being upset that Walter White cooks meth. <laughs> like, he does that in the first episode. If it upsets you, don't watch. Okay, I'm going to stop reading. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks for the permission. <laughs> I have some, like, bonus advice that are, like, very short. Can I just, like, go through my extra pieces of advice? Sure. Everybody stop telling Bella she smells bad. Everybody keeps I think doing we've said it. said that for the last three episodes. <laughs> like, last warning, everyone. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's so hurtful to tell people they smell bad. The only reason to tell someone they smell bad is if, like, they are, like, sick and can't smell it themselves or they're old and, like, aren't showering enough. Like, if you're afraid they're going to embarrass themselves, tell them they smell bad. But if you just don't like their perfume... That's a you problem. I don't like it. My second piece of advice is to Alice. Don't use the word dog as a slur. She calls Jacob a dog, and I'm pretty sure she means it as an insult, and it's the highest compliment. I mean, same with Bella calling Mike a golden retriever in a mean way. No wonder their friends are in the same. They're cat people. I don't know why we just can't <laughs> put that through our heads. They're cat people. Okay, okay, I get it. Do you have anything in your Twilight Diary? So Jacob takes Bella's face in both hands, which I feel like is very controlling. And then Bella goes, Alice, what's wrong? And says, I put my hands on her face to try to calm her. And like, no one tried to calm me like that. I don't know. I'm just saying like, am I just not a face toucher? So this isn't a regular part of my life, but this is like going on elsewhere. Like the only face I touch regularly is Rory's because she likes a chin scratch. I mean, you're not even really supposed to touch your own face that much. One, COVID. <laughs> Two, because the oils from your hands can clog your face pores and give you acne. So, like, to touch someone else is like, you know, here are my germs, here's my dirty oils. I mean, Alice has perfect skin, so it's less of an issue because she's dead. But for alive people, you definitely shouldn't touch their face. So you're saying that this isn't going on more often than I think it is? I can't recall the last time someone touched my face. Okay, that makes me feel better. Did you have anything in your Twilight Diary? I'm just like perpetually confused about in Year of Our Lord 2005 when this book takes place, why all these richy rich people don't have pink Motorola razors. Like call Edward and be like, hey, she's alive. Put her on the phone. You know, he ditched his phone somewhere in South America. Oh, OK. Um, my Twilight Diary is that I didn't read the chapter closely. <laughs> <laughs> What do you have in your care package, Julia? So I'm going to send Bella some Cheez-Its because those are objectively the best plain snack and people can fight me. Agreed. Okay. Well, Vanessa can't fight me. Other people could hypothetically fight me. And so she can eat them on her journey from Washington to Italy, which I think will probably take a pretty long time in the air. Yeah. It's like a 12-hour flight. Mm-hmm. What are you going to give her? I have two things for her care package because Cheez-Its are pretty cheap. So I feel like we have extra money in the budget. One is I want to get her like a tearometer. Mm -hmm. 
because she never knows when she's crying. And so I think that like some sort of bell should go off when she's crying because it always catches her by surprise. And I want her to be more in touch with her emotions. And then the other thing is, I think that as part of my like clothes everywhere strategy for the wolves, Jacob should keep a pair of shoes at Bella's, like eight pairs of extra shoes. And since we have the funds, I'm just going to keep eight pairs of extra shoes at Bella's house for Jacob. That's really nice. We built them that mud room. There's space. So what do you think is going to happen next chapter? Do you think Edward's going to die? I'm not sure what's going to happen in the next chapter, but I can tell you what I hope it's going to happen. Gelato. Great idea. Right? Some stracciatella. Mmm. She could have some yoki. It should be like a food tour of Italy. Ugh, prosecco. Tortellini. Pizza. Cannoli. (laughs) This has been Twilight and Quarantine, a fancy private jet from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nicole Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Grace Argy, and I'm Vanessa Miriam Zoltan. And I am standing outside of your balcony, comparing you to the moon. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Thanks, everyone. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.